Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. Hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we ask you to help us to understand the word. We welcome the Holy Spirit onto the podcast. We ask him to give us understanding. We ask him to help us to apply this word to our life, not just today, but every day. We ask him to bless the people that are reading it, bless the people that are hearing it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the verse today is Ephesians 2 and 2. You said to live in sin. You used to live in sin, I'm sorry. Just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit uh, spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Subject, refusing the enemy. Christian truth, so I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I'm refusing the enemy. I'm denying the flesh. I'm resting in Christ. I'm stronger in God. When I first got my car, they they let me have XM Radio for free. And I never used it because I, I had Spotify or Apple Music, but they sent me letters and emails about signing up for a year to have XM Radio. I would send back an email I declined or I refused or wherever to get them to understand I didn't want it or need it. One day I called. I told the lady, please don't send me any more emails or letters. I don't want the service. She said, well, we give it to you at a discounted rate. You'll love it. I said, no, I'm okay. She said, I don't think you understand. I said, I do. I'm refusing the service. Sometimes we have to put our foot down and refuse the service from the enemy. We used to be people that were like the world, holding on to everything the devil made us believe. Satan is the commander of the world. When we refuse to obey God and refuse to heed his voice, that's who we obey. We can say we're obeying this or that and we don't follow his voice and his commands. But when we refuse to let go of how we're doing things, we allow the enemy to direct ourselves. We are refusing God. How many of us have turned away from him? How many of us refuse to hear God's voice? How many of us are are still heeding the voice of the enemy? The enemy isn't going to stop. He isn't going to stop getting your or my attention. He's just going to keep going and keep trying us at every side. The world today tells us he has power. He has ways. He's strategic. He ha- He's always going to try something to get us to come back to being the people we were. Verse 3 tells exactly who we used to be, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our own flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. We live for the passions of our own flesh. We carried the things that our body wanted, and we did what we wanted because we felt this was living, and it wasn't. It was us dying. This is letting ourselves die for things and pleasures. But now, because we constantly refusing the devil's schemes and plots, we are different. 1 Corinthians 6.11 tells us what we are now. In such were some of you. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. We are washed and sanctified and justified in the name of Jesus. We are set free. We are no longer captives. We don't have to sit and wait to be free and we don't have to get ourselves together. We don't have to wait for the perfect moment. Our time is now to refuse Satan. Our time is now to refuse what he's offering. Ephesians 5, 16, let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Some of us allow the enemy to entice us with these empty words. 
We aren't good enough. No one loves us and we are never going to be successful. These words are empty. They don't mean anything. They don't have any power over our lives because the Bible tells us God loves us and that we are the head and not the tail and that he has plans for us, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, plans to give us hope in a future. The enemy came to Jesus three times and Jesus refused him, refused him each time. When, when the enemy comes, we must say no. We must refuse him. No matter how many times they sent me to the offer, send me the offer to keep the service, I refuse. No matter how good the deal sound, we, I, must refuse the service. We must be and do the same things. Refuse the service. Don't allow what he says to convince you that you need his temporary happiness, his temporary success, and his empty words. We don't. All we need is Jesus. Today, don't allow any offer that isn't worth anything to keep you from being with Jesus. Don't allow what he says to persuade you. Allow what he says to be ignored and hold on to the fact that Jesus loves you so much that he died for you and that he fought for you, that he wanted you to be that much filled with his love and joy. Refuse the enemy and he must go. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything. Lord, give us strength to help us through the day. Lord, help us to refuse the enemy and abide by you. Lord, give us wisdom and understanding on how to handle the enemy. Every day we want to refuse his seeds of mischief and seeds of doubt. Give us more faith to believe. Give us more faith to hold on to you and not to temporary things of his life. Lord, we ask you right now to help us to deny our fleshly ways. Lord, no sin is bigger than the next, but Father, help us to deny anything attaching itself to us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So this topic today is refusing the enemy. It's easy to refuse packages. I've had several packages or letters come and I tell them, hey, uh, you you know, this is not something I want. You know, you could take it back. Or if I, I get a package from Amazon, they tell me I can't refuse a package. I have to print out the letter, print out the label and send it back. And sometimes that part is a hassle going all the way to UPS and giving them the package. But it's easier when I can say, hey, I don't want this package. You can take it back with you. And most of the time they take it back with them like the lady in the story um i had just got my car i was happy to get the car and i noticed that xm radio always wanted xm radio but i have spotify if you want spotify or apple music you know it's everything on there you don't really need xm radio it's just something you really don't need it's, it's more of a hassle to me but uh, so i kind of dabbled and listened here and there or some stuff like i tell y'all I, I monitor what i listen to i listen to a lot of old school stuff or I listen to maybe classical, or I listen to jazz, or maybe just something with just that's not really talking about anything. Like I really monitor the lyrics and stuff like that. But most of the time, I listen to basically classical music, Beethoven, Mozart. I used to play violin, so I love listening to classical music. But anyway, when they offer me the XM radio, I'm like, I'm not gonna keep this. You know, I told told my mom, I'm just gonna get rid of it. My dad loved xm radio he kept it he he doesn't like spotify apple music we all are different so if you have xm radio you know great if you don't it's, it's fine it's, it's nothing against xm radio i just don't like it I already pay um for spotify so I'm not gonna pay for xm too but anyway long story short i finally had to call them and i told the lady i don't want it she said ma'am i don't think you understand the deal i don't think you understand what i what we're trying to give you we've been sending you emails and letters trying to get you up to speed I don't need to be up to speed. Lady, I don't want it. And she said, I don't think you understand. I said, I do. <laughs> oh, I do. I said, but I don't want it. She said, we give it to you $4 for a year. 
$4 for a year. Hmm. So, no, no, no. I'm already paying for Spotify. She said, ma'am, it's $4 for a year. You can't beat that. And honestly, I couldn't. But I felt like it was just more of a hustle because I'm not going to remember to cancel it because I had to give her a debit card. And then next year, I'm going to forget. And then it's going to charge my debit card this outrageous fee. So, I was like, no, it's okay. You see how she enticed me? That's how the enemy do. The enemy will come this way. He will come that way. He will come through your parents. He'll come through your family. He'll come through your, your spouse, your children. He'll come through everyone. And then you'll keep refusing. We will do good. We we'll refuse, we refuse. We have some people that keep refusing. And they're like, I'm doing good. I'm refusing all of his tactics. But we have some of us, when he comes another way, we don't see it. And we take it. And we're caught. We're trapped. But what we have to do is understand and ask God to give us eyes to see. That's why I always pray in noonday prayer. Give me eyes to see. Because when we have eyes to see, we can see the enemy coming. And we also can see the enemy coming when we study our word. A lot of us don't like to study our word. A lot of us like to just glaze over it. A lot of us don't like to pray. We can also pray and God can speak to us and tell us, hey, the enemy's going to come this way. The enemy's going to come that way. And it's up to us to heed his voice even give us ears to hear father god give me eyes to see and ears to hear because a lot of times god can talk and we just totally just it totally goes over our head because we're so focused on what's going on we're so focused on refusing but the main person we need to abide in and listen to is jesus because he had tell us immediately hey don't go that way hey don't take that Hey, don't listen to that. But us being us, we have to say, oh, I got this. I'm good. I got this. I'm strong. I'm, I've been fasting. I've been praying. And yeah, you're strong, but you're not strong by yourself. You're strong in God. So when you hear him say, don't do this and don't do that, trust me, he's telling you the right thing because he's God. He sees everything. We don't. We see only short range. Okay. But when we refuse him, we have to understand that he's not going to stop. Some people be like, oh, the enemy don't come after me anymore. That's a per that's something I will question. If you don't have the enemy chasing you, coming after you, bothering you, tempting you, doing little here and there things, trying to ruin your day, trying to pull you out of character, blah, 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 blah. You have to stop and think, have I already made the wrong turn? Have I already fell into what he's trying to get me to do? We have to stop and look and examine our life every day. That's why I keep telling people, morning prayer is necessary. Get up and ask God, hey, what in my life am I doing? Have I took the wrong turn? Is my heart in the right place? Is my mind in the right place? Can I hear you? Do, am I missing the point? What am I doing wrong? And you say, okay, my child, let me show you. But we have to be vigilant. We have to be steadfast. We have to be unmovable. When we set a time, stay at that time. Me and this one lady, we would get up every day. We would pray for 12 to 1 every day. And I mean, I tell you every day she would call me. You ready? Yes, ma'am. We'll pray for an hour. We'll pray in tongues for an hour. Every day. Never miss a day. And I miss that. I don't know how we got disconnected, but we did. And that's neither here or there. But I love that. Because... Sometimes God can place people in your life that, not that God can't keep you balanced, because he will. He will keep you balanced. But sometimes God put people in your play, in your life for a season to help you see what you need to do. So even now, as me and her don't do it, I do it by myself. I wake up, I pray for an hour in tongues. 
and then I do whatever else I have to do and I go back to bed if I can. If not, I'm up writing. I'm up waiting for his voice. Discipline yourself. And you can't discipline yourself. You can't do discipline by yourself. You must do it with God's strength. Say, God, I need your help to help me discipline myself. And he'll give you the strength. And trust me, it's not easy praying every morning. It's not easy getting up. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Some days I, I lay there and I stretch. I'm like, oh, God, this bed feels so good. He's like, okay, time to get up. I'm like, but it feels so good. And I remember, I need to get up. And I get up. I keep walking. I keep walking to my prayer closet, open the door, turn on my light, shut the door. By that point, she calls me. We start praying. Weekends, holidays, New Year's, <laughs> we prayed. It wasn't a day we missed unless I took sick, she took sick. Other than that, we prayed every day. Discipline. Ask God to help you discipline. Ask God for self-control. Ask God for willingness. Because the thing is, is when we plant ourselves beside God, we are easily can refuse the things of the flesh. We can easily say, no, Satan, no way. I refuse you. I rebuke you. Let's look at... Um, if, we, if you have your Bibles, go to I'm trying to find it. Okay. We won't go there because um, I can't find the verse. I don't want to stall any longer. Um, when Jesus was in the uh, wilderness and the enemy came at him many many times three times and um he would jesus would deny him i really want us to study this look this over so give me just a second to find it in here so i think it will bring some clarity of how we have to handle the enemy let me just i thought i knew the chapter hold on real quick Okay, go to Matthew 17. Go to Matthew 17. I knew it was in Matthew. I couldn't find it, but it's fine. Go to Matthew 17, 18 through 20. No, that's not it either. Okay. Well, Okay, Matthew 4. Sorry, everyone. Matthew 4. Go to Matthew 4. Uh, we're going to start at verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. Led by the Spirit. We are led by the Holy Spirit if we let him. We are led by the Holy Spirit if we hear him. We are led by the Holy Spirit if we stop and listen. But a lot of times we don't want to listen to the Holy Spirit because we feel... Oh, I got this. I understand. I, I thought I heard you say, or I know what you're going to say. No, you don't know what the Holy Spirit is going to say. But Jesus was led into the wilderness. Okay, so in verse 3, we're going to jump down to that. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. 
But then Jesus said, no, the scripture says people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You see how Jesus combated with Satan? He immediately told him, no, I'm going to fight you with the word. We are not strong enough to fight the, the, the devil with just our words. We must always say in Jesus name. We must always apply Bible verses. That's why it's important for us to learn the word of God. It says here. People do not live by bread alone. You might think you live by your own strength. You might think you live by the things of this world. You might think that the, the people and the, the sports system that you have here keeps you living. No, it doesn't. But by every word of word that comes from the word of God out of his mouth, that will keeps us going. That will keeps us strong. That will gives us strength is when we read the word of God, we will become spiritually dead and dry. That's why some of us cannot refuse the tactics that the enemy used because we are not filling ourselves with the word of God. Verse five, then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple. He said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says, he will order the angels to protect you and they will hold you up with your hand so you won't even hurt your foot a stone. What did Jesus say? Verse seven. The scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. We must not test the word of the Lord your God. He went back. He said, you can't test me. You shouldn't. Don't try it. You see how he came back? He said another thing that was part of a scripture. Scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. Verse 8, next the devil took him to a peak of the very high mountain and showed him all the kings in the world and their glory. I will give you all this. Look at there saying i will give you all this and that's what he tells us you can you can you can be fine without him you're okay you, you don't need to read your word you don't need to pray stay in bed a little longer you don't have to meditate you don't have to fast you're fine <laughs> the enemy's slick he says if you kneel down and worship me this is the point <laughs> satan uh, jesus got tired he said get out of here satan jesus told him for the scripture said, you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil went away and the angels came and took care of him. See, the enemy had to go. He said, get out of here. For the scripture said, you must only worship me and me alone. Do you see how every time the enemy came, he constantly rebuked him. He constantly fed him the word. He constantly said a word. He didn't leave no room of him saying, hmm. Maybe he's right. Maybe I should kneel to him. Um, hmm. Maybe I should turn these this these stones to bread because I am hungry. No, no matter how tempting the offer is, he kept saying no. Get away from me. I rebuke you. He kept refusing the enemy, and we must do the same. And yes, sometimes his offers are going to be hard. And yes, sometimes his offers are going to be so amazing. But we have to understand that the things of this world is temporarily and we must refuse him. We have to understand that we are the head and not the tail. We are mighty. We are strong. But we are only these things with God. I don't care how much the lady could have told me, uh, ma'am, we give it to you for $2. No, we give it to you a dollar. No, we give it to you 50 cents. No, I don't want it. No matter how good the offer the enemy tries to give you, say no. If you know you're not strong enough, pick up your word. Say, God, help me to get strong. Help me to get bold. I pray every day. I say, God, make me bold. Make me strong. Make me have a Christ-like mind. God, help me not to fall into temptation. Help me not to, to do things that I shouldn't do. Help me to be kind. Help me to be compassionate. 
Because a lot of times we lack in things, we lack in our character, and the enemy sees a hole and he's going to step right in it. We have to learn to say no. Let's look at our verse or two real quick. Ephesians 5 and 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words. The words that the, the enemy give us, the words that our family give us, they're empty. For because of these things, the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. When we are disobedient, we will have we get chastisement. We will have we will have the wrath of God on us. And maybe not wrath, but just punishment, because we decide to believe in empty words. Why would we believe in the words of the enemy when it doesn't do nothing for us? Why would we believe in the words of our family and friends if it doesn't pertain to God? When we can read the word of God and get filled and get fooled. The thing is, is that we're not reading our word the way we should. Some of us are just glazing over it. Just glazing over it. No, stop glazing. Stop glazing over the word of God and pick it up and eat it. Pick it up and devour it. Every evening... Around a certain time, I take my YouTube out, I get a notepad and a pen, and I listen to a sermon. And today, I could not listen to that sermon because the enemy kept stopping me. The enemy kept bothering me. The enemy, enemy kept sending people to, to bother me, to distract me. But you know what I kept doing? Kept pushing forward because I knew it was a word in there for me. We have to start applying ourselves to things that's going to fill us spiritually and stop feeding on things that's going to just kill us spiritually it's just like a healthy diet it's just like a diet we we eat healthy we eat the salads we eat this we eat that and then we don't go to the gym oh i'm gonna lose weight i'm just gonna eat healthy i can lose weight that way yeah for a little while yeah it works for a little while glazing over the word of god but then when we get spiritually attacked we don't know what verses to read because we glazed over the word of god when we're not losing the weight we won't we're wondering why because we barely doing what we're supposed to do but when we eat a healthy meal and we go to we go to work out for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, we come back and we see the progress. When the enemy comes, we're able to rebuke him and refer back to our scriptures because we are doing the right thing. Start feeding on, on the word of God and refusing the word, refusing the enemy. Hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loved you. I love you too. Remember to click that like, like, follow, subscribe button. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day.